In other words, what the passage is teaching is the way to heaven is not the way of human achievement. It's not the way of, of good deeds or good works. Rather, it's the way of Christ's finished work. From Walking in Grace, this is the Straight Truth Podcast, Christian opinions in an increasingly secular world. Welcome to the Straight Truth Podcast. I'm Josh Philpott, your host. As always, I'm joined by Richard Caldwell, the pastor of Founders Baptist Church. Our guest today is Ken Ramey, the pastor of Lakeside Bible Church. Brothers, our first question today comes from an online submission, and this has to do with, um, with death. It's something we think about often, obviously, maybe even later in our years. We don't really consider it until, until we're old. What, where are we going to go when we die, or is there an afterlife at all? So our first question, Pastor, is, is there a heaven? Is there something after we die? Or how do I, how do I get to heaven if there is one? Well, if we believe the Bible, and we do, then we know there is a heaven. Uh, the scriptures testify to that reality, both in the Old and New Testaments. And thus, the Bible talks about eternal life and how we can know that we have eternal life. There are many passages that, that do that, but sometimes I find it helpful just to focus in on one, one mm-hmm. passage that discusses that issue. And then the other passages we could read you know, at, at some other time, uh, you begin to put these, these passages together and a picture emerges. Mm-hmm. So let me just take one and, and read from the book of Romans chapter 10. I'll read beginning in verse five. The Bible says, for Moses writes about the righteousness that is based on the law, that the person who does the commandments shall live by them. But the righteousness based on faith says, do not say in your heart, who will ascend into heaven? That is to bring Christ down or who will descend into the abyss? that is to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith that we proclaim. Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. For the scripture says, everyone who believes in him, that is in Christ, will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. The same Lord is Lord of all, bestowing his riches on all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. But how are they to call on him in whom they've not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they've never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. So in those verses that I've just read, there's just there's a world of truth about the question that you asked. Uh, first of all, is there a heaven? Yes, the word heaven is in that text. Uh, we don't have to try to bring Christ down from heaven. Why? He's already come. Uh, there's also a mention of those verses of the resurrection. We don't have to bring him up from the abyss. Why? He's been raised from the dead already. In other words, what the passage is teaching is the way to heaven is not the way of human achievement. It's not the way of of good deeds or good works. Rather, it's the way of Christ's finished work. There's one God, he's a trinity. The eternal son of God came from heaven 2000 years ago, was born of a virgin, his name is Jesus. He lived a sinless life on this earth. He died as a substitute for sinners on the cross. And then God demonstrated that he was and is who he claimed to be by raising him from the dead. And so the message of salvation is the message of faith. We're saved by grace alone, that is, it's a gift from God, 
by faith alone and by Christ alone. It's by believing in Christ that one is saved. That word saved means to be delivered or rescued. Rescued from what? Rescued from God. Rescued from God's wrath. We're born into this world sinners, deserving of the wrath of God. We cannot in any way atone for our own sins. So Christ came from heaven, Jesus came from heaven to die for sinners on the cross that we might be forgiven of our sins. And then God gives righteousness, that is a right standing with himself when we trust in his son. And, and that comes to us, that good news comes to us by means of preaching. God has given a message, it's called the gospel. And that message is declared throughout the world. And this is how men and women hear about this good news of how, to, how one goes to heaven. So there is a heaven and the way to heaven is Christ. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth and the life. No man comes to the Father except by me. Mm. So he's the way to heaven. Mm. We, we often think, Ken, we often think about heaven as like up in the clouds, glorified choir rehearsal sort of thing. You know, what, what is heaven? What would you say? Well, when you look at um, the book of Revelation, I think that probably is the best description of what heaven will be like. Mm. Um, it is interesting because I think while we have a limited um, uh, amount of information in the scriptures mm -hmm. about what heaven will actually be like, we know ultimately it will be Christ um, seated at the right hand of the Father. We'll be worshiping him. Mm. Um, but I think when you, when you look at the end of the book of Revelation, you see it's the new heavens and the new earth. Mm. And so it, it appears from, uh, from the book of Revelation that the world will be recreated, hmm. and uh, we will live um, uh, in, in a new uh, in a new heaven, a new earth, um, very hmm. much like God intended in the Garden of Eden. Hmm. And so there'll be uh, we'll be doing more than just sitting around on a cloud playing a harp. Hmm. We'll probably be very living very productive lives. Um, hmm. Obviously, with the focus on Jesus Christ, but we'll get a chance to worship Him uh, the way He uh, originally intended for us, perfect mm -hmm. without mm -hmm. sin and uh, perfectly serving one another. And so um, I just think there is a lot of mystery. Uh, sure. And yeah. uh, some, someone said that the Lord uh, purposely didn't tell us too much about heaven because we would all be killing ourselves to get there <laughs> because it was it's so wonderful. Mm. So because there's so much mystery, uh, it, it's something that we anticipate, mm. but it's beyond anything uh, we could begin to imagine here on earth. Mm -hmm. That's excellent, Ken. Heaven's a place. Mm. And as Ken already said so well, it is the place where God is perfectly glorified and his son mm. is the focus. But if we look at the scriptures and, and what Ken just described explains why sometimes the location of it seems to differ. Mm. So even in the verses I read, Christ coming down from heaven. So mm. heaven is a place where it's it's above. It's, mm. it's out of this realm we're living in right now. But you get to the end of the book of Revelation and there's a new heavens and a new earth. And so heaven will be, in a sense, we could say here, and, it's, and, mm -hmm. and we'll be living in the midst of it. So heaven's location uh, changes mm -hmm. uh, according to God's plan for what he means to do for forever. Mm -hmm. You mentioned the Garden of Eden. It seems like things were created perfectly, right? At that time, perfect existence, God's presence walking among men, at least that's what we have, Genesis one and two and three even and that's been marred by sin. So is heaven a return to what we had in, in the garden or what Adam and Eve had originally? Uh, as I have read the scriptures for many years, I, 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 that's what I think of. Uh, of God created the, the heavens and the earth 
and they were good. Mm. Uh, they were perfect. Mm. They were exactly what he wanted. And we messed it up because of our mm. sin. And so uh, when we're redeemed through Christ, um, and uh, one day we'll be able to worship him um, completely, glorify him perfectly. Mm. Uh, and uh, so I think it'll be very much like the Garden of Eden. Like that as much as we can tell, even though that is limited as well. Genesis and Revelation both are uh, have a lot of mystery there, what that was actually like and what it mm. actually will be. Mm. Yeah, the scriptures definitely de- describe our everlasting future as a paradise. But what we will have will exceed the Garden of Eden. Mm. And one of, the, one of the glorious aspects of that will be the fact that man is no longer subject to a fall. Mm. Uh, in the Garden of Eden, it was... It was a perfectly good environment, but man had the capacity, the capability for losing his place, mm-hmm. and he did. Sinned against God and, and uh, all was lost. Mm-hmm. But after Christ has saved us, we are now in a position superior to that which, uh, as compared to Adam's position, because um, we're safe forever. Mm-hmm. And there, there will be no way for us to mm-hmm. ruin what God has done we will not be subject to a fall. And in that way, the future will exceed the past. Well, thanks for joining us for this episode of the Straight Truth Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it. Now, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this podcast on our YouTube channel. Or if you would like the audio version of this podcast, you can get that on the podcast app of your choice. For more details about Straight Truth, you can go to straighttruth.net. And there you can find details about our Facebook page and our Twitter page. Remember that Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries, which is the preaching ministry of Pastor Richard Caldwell. For more info, go to walkingingrace.org.